Well, hello and welcome, everybody. It's your host, Ken D. Foster. Today, I have a serious show for you. Not that we won't have some laughs along the way, but when I say serious, I, I mean that. And our show, I'm going to call today The Courage to Embrace Your Intuitive Listening. So why is it serious? Well, have you been making some poor choices? Um, are you in a place where life seems like it maybe is shutting down a little bit for you or you're feeling some little challenges, big challenges, you know, some pain, some challenge, you know, some ways of showing up that you're like, oh, I wish things weren't this way. Listen, all of us face that at one point or another. So, but, you know, how do we avoid that? How do we start to living from a life of greater awareness, greater consciousness? Well, that's what my show is about today. You know, I've always asked, why is common sense so uncommon? Well, there's a reason for that. A lot of people have a gut instinct of uh, maybe which way to go, right, left, up, down, left, right. You know, which decision is best in your your business, which decision is best in your relationships, which decision is best in your health. And we sometimes rely on our gut. Well, sometimes we rely on our reason also. Well, let me look at all the facts. But what happens when the facts don't line up with your gut? Do you have brain chatter going on? You just kind of guess which way to go? Or do you know how to still your mind for a moment? Go within, pause, and get the intuitive answer that is the absolute truth and the best choice. Well, if you do, great, congratulations. You're one of the few that can do that. Many people have developed their intuition to a certain level, but a lot of people are just guessing. Is it intuition or is it something else? Today on this show, my guest coming up just a momentarily is going to help you answer that so that you start to get the answers to your greatest challenges. Imagine this. Imagine if you had 100% of the time you had the right answers for your life. Well, you can when you learn how to develop that inner voice, that inner wisdom. So I'm going to take a quick break. And when I come back, I'm going to introduce you to my guest. Stay tuned. stuck or in a holding pattern with your business or life and you're not doing the things you want or love then at some point you're going to be faced with a decision you'll either choose to keep living in your comfort zone and risk a life of mediocrity or increase your courage step into your power and forge into the unknown where everything new becomes possible if you're truly ready to live masterfully then you need ken d foster's newest book the courage to change everything strategies and wisdom to transform your life one day at a time this powerful but simple guide provides you with 365 days of life transforming wisdom profound questions and action steps that will increase your strength and open the doors to success stop wondering why your business or life isn't working the answers are available now imagine if you had more courage or another chance to start following your dreams to pick up your copy of the courage to change everything visit the courage to change everything.com that's the courage to change everything.com
Do your legs ever feel restless, swollen, or fatigued? Do you ever get cramps that disturb your sleep? You might be suffering from chronic venous insufficiency, an extremely common problem affecting about 40 million Americans. The good news is that help can be found with VitaSupport MD's Vein Formula Supplement. Their Vein Formula Supplement supports normal venous function and was created by board-certified cardiovascular surgeon Dr. John Chuback, who made it his mission to provide the highest quality supplements using only the best ingredients and relying on scientific research from around the world. Dr. Chuback is at the forefront of educating physicians and patients about the important role dietary supplements can play in the management of vein and lymphatic disease. It was his passion that led to the creation of VitaSupport MD. Live a healthier life with VitaSupport MD's Vein Formula Supplement, available at VitaSupportMD.com. That's VitaSupportMD.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Well, welcome back, everybody, and welcome, Laurel. It's great to have you here today. Thank you, Ken. I'm glad to be here. Well, let me give the audience a a formal introduction uh, of you because uh, what you've been doing over the last 40 years is uh, brilliant. So Laurel Clark is a teacher of concentration, meditation, dreams, visualizations, and metaphysics. For 40 years, she has taught at the School of Metaphysics, and was the past president of the institution. She is also the former board chair of the International Association for Study of Dreams. Laurel specializes in aiding people to listen to their intuition and discern life's lessons with dreams and visualizations, and much, much more. We're going to be talking about her new book that's out also today. Um, wow, Laurel, let's, let me just jump into it. What is intuition? You know what? I you know, I talked about it a little in the beginning, but you know, let's define it so people really get what it is. The word intuition means teaching that comes from within. So a lot of people, when they think about intuition, they talk about listening to their gut. And the gut is actually a part of the body. My understanding and experience of intuition is that We might feel it in the body, but that's not where it comes from. It comes from the mind, the psyche, subconscious mind, inner self. So intuition means being able to listen to what is coming to us from that inner source, whether it's waking intuition or dreams. Well, a lot of suffering comes from worry and stress, and not knowing what to do. So how do we listen to this inner voice to be able to solve some of life's problems? The first step, Ken, is knowing how to calm and still the mind, which in this day and age is really challenging. There are so many distractions. There are so many times that people multitask, And even though we might seem like that gives us more time, it actually makes us much less effective when we're trying to do a lot of things all at once. So practicing a simple concentration exercise, spending 
even five minutes a day that we purposely are focusing only on one thing without thinking about something else, that helps us to develop a kind of stillness so that we can really hear that inner voice. I say here, for some people, it actually comes as words in their mind. Some people might see an image and to know that that is coming from within rather than us actively imagining it, it takes a little bit of practice, but it starts with being able to still the mind. You know, I, I'm glad you said it comes in words. And um, for some, it comes with a feeling. So with some, it comes with a knowing. Um, you know, How can we tell the difference between in the intuition though and and the in the mind shatter how, how how can we do that so that that's a great question one way is if we have a feeling of clarity um usually that's coming from intuition even if it's a thought or an image that might seem scary there's a kind of internal calm when it, it's coming from intuition. It also is a matter of knowing, am I being active or aggressive in my thinking? Am I actively imagining this? Or was my mind still and calm? And then it's something that came to me seemingly out of nowhere. So for example, this is a little bit different now that everybody has caller ID on their phones, but it used to be before that, if the phone rang, sometimes someone would have an immediate impression, oh, it's so-and-so calling. And then they would pick up the phone and find, yes, indeed, it was so-and-so calling. So that is different from actively thinking about this person and saying, okay, I'm going to call them. And knowing the difference between when our mind is active and when it is still or receptive that is really the key to knowing, is this coming from intuition or is this um, worry or brain chatter? I love that. You know, I've got to take a quick break. When I come back, I want to talk a little bit about what happens when you hear your intuition and you don't want to listen to it. It tells you something. You go, I don't want to do this. We're going to talk about that when we get back. All right. There comes a time when you know you need to restart and regain control of your life. A time to seek freedom from the anxiety, addiction, and other issues that may be bringing you down. A time to heal and re-emerge as the real you. Villa Kalima is a holistic residential recovery program exclusively for women for individualized treatment. Villa Kalima offers proven clinical and holistic therapies for the mind, body, and spirit to assure sustainable recovery. Villa Kalima focuses on healing the cause, not temporarily masking symptoms. It's the only way to truly recover and find yourself again. Villa Kalima is located in a beautiful, peaceful, resort-like setting and is a licensed and accredited residential treatment center accepting a variety of health insurances. Start your healing and renewal today by calling Villa Kalima in La Costa, California at 760-814-8214. 760-814-8214. Villa Kalima, a place for transformation. 
Today, women in business are helping each other prosper like never before by overcoming stereotypes, networking together, and sharing essential resources. Since 1991, Women's Wisdom, the premier business networking organization for purpose-driven, soul-inspired entrepreneurs, has helped women grow their businesses and become the best version of themselves. Women's Wisdom hosts online events with celebrity speakers, best-selling authors, and business experts dedicated to helping you, the small business owner, expand your possibilities, build new relationships, and get the right referrals. Take your business to the next level and join Women's Wisdom at womenswisdom.net. That's womenswisdom.net. back everybody i'm so happy to have laurel clark in studio today for those of you that don't know her she is a certified dreamologist through the school of metaphysics and a certified dream professional as a graduate of the institute for dream studies and so much more she's been practicing this for over 40 years laurel okay i just heard my intuition give me um an insight, but I don't like it. I don't want to listen to it. What do you recommend? That's a really good question. I mean, we always have choices, so we don't have to listen to intuition, but I think many people have discovered that when they ignore or deny a strong hunch or a strong intuition, they usually wish later that they had listened. In my opinion, I think that the thing that's the most scary is not knowing. So let's say, for example, I have an intuition that I have a health problem. Instead of saying, I don't want to pay attention to that and waiting until it gets so extreme that it might be too difficult to heal it, I would just as soon get it checked out so that then I can get early treatment or I can find out it wasn't really a health problem and then I don't need to be concerned about it. So I think that it's always important and valuable to listen and respond and trust that whatever happens, we have the resources, whether it's internal resources or external resources, other people, that there, there are always resources available to help us even in a situation that's difficult or challenging. You know, I, I'm, as you're saying that, I'm thinking of um, a time when uh, uh, 2017, I, I had a ski accident and I tore up my right knee really bad. And um, <clears throat> I was, uh, when I say tore it up, I had a bone fracture, tore, torn medial meniscus, uh, torn ACL, torn MCL. It was pretty bad. Got x-rays. The doctors said, you got 10% chance of not having surgery got an MRI. They said, you have 30% chance of not having surgery. And I listened to my intuition that said, you can heal this naturally. Um, at the time, it was scary for me. I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to heal this naturally. The doctors are saying I should operate. And 
But I, I followed it. I listened to the intuition and you know what? It healed a hundred percent. And I was back on a bike within two weeks, two, three weeks. Um, I think we're tested sometimes intuitively. Um, is that your experience too? I think so. And first of all, that's fantastic. I love hearing that story. I think that all of us have um, beliefs, all of us have doubts. And I think that one of the ways that it's important to value intuition is to follow what our own inner guidance is telling us. Because if we poll our friends, if we ask everybody else, we might get three, four, five, ten different answers. So I think it's very important to listen to ourselves. A similar story is someone I know through the dream community. He is a doctor. His name is Dr. Larry Burke. Part of how he became interested in dreams is a woman came to him who had had recurring dreams of breast cancer she went to her radiologist. He did the standard tests and said, no, you don't. But she kept having these dreams. So Dr. Burke is a holistic radiologist, and he listened to her and was willing to follow what her dreams were telling her. So he did tests that were not the normal ones and found out that she did indeed have breast cancer. So they were able to get her early treatment that they both believe saved her life, that had she not paid attention to the dreams by the time it showed up on the standard test that might've been too late for her to do anything about it. You know, it's been my experience that, that if we listen, it saves us a lot of pain and suffering and, and challenges in our lives. And I believe everybody has, has, I'm no different. You're no different than anybody else. Maybe we've spent time developing our intuition and you, you, especially through the dream, uh, escape. Um, but I believe everybody, uh, if, if you're aware and you can do that, by the way, thank you for sharing that with the doctor. I want to let my listeners know there are a lot of conscious doctors out there that'll work with you. Um, let's, let's, let me switch gears a little bit. Let's talk about your book. You got this beautiful book out. I'm putting it on screen right now. It's called intuitive dreaming. And um, what can my listeners uh, uh, know about this book? Like, what, what are the benefits for them when they read this book? So uh, many benefits. The First of all, I want to say that beautiful cover was dream-inspired. The artist who did it um, received that image from his dreams. So I love that. And my stimulus for writing this is I had a number of dreams I was married to a man who had some pretty serious health challenges. He had type 1 diabetes. He lost his kidney function. He became blind. He died young. And all during that period of time, when he was alive, I had several dreams that connected us during times when he was having medical crises. And I believe at least some of those dreams saved his life at the time. And then after he died, I had a couple of very profound dreams that he actually visited me in my dreams. Mm, nice. And that was a source of such healing and comfort. And I think many people, I know many people have visitation dreams, but sometimes they don't want to talk about them. 
because they don't want someone to talk them out of it and say, oh, that was just a dream when it's a very real experience. So one thing that people can receive from the book is affirmation of their own dreams. And then there are many chapters about how dreams inspire creativity, artists, writers, poets, musicians, uh, business ideas. Many of those come from dreams. It gives some instruction about how to specifically ask your dreams for guidance or inspiration. Uh, It has some stories about group dreams when people intentionally dream together for things like world peace. So it's very inspiring. And well, let's tell our uh, listeners, too, where they can get the book, uh, Laurel. And uh, since we're on TV and also on audio, we need to you know, speak that, too. So there is uh, something called Linktree. That is L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E. If they put in Linktree slash Laurel Clark, they will get all of my connections, my website, um, a list of the books that I've written and where they can order those. Uh, There's an app called Clubhouse that I'm on. It has a link to a club that I founded there called Dream Wisdom. So that one link has all of the ways people can connect with me. Or they can go to laurelclark.com, which is my website, uh, but it doesn't have all of those contacts on there. That's awesome. Okay, so let me just repeat it. Link, L-I-N-K-T dot ee forward slash laurel clark l-a-u-r-e-l-c-l-a-r-k for my audio listeners laurel um you think everybody dreams and and do, are all dreams are all dreams meaningful yes and yes everybody dreams not everybody remembers their dreams and Yes, all dreams are meaningful. I think at one level, all of our dreams are symbolic, meaning that the people and places and things in our dreams symbolize some part of ourselves. However, there are also dreams that have another layer or level in the dream community. It's called extraordinary dreams. So those are things like a clairvoyant dream, which is dreaming of a probable future event or visitation dreams that I just mentioned where somebody who has died can visit us in our dreams. Sometimes people have healing dreams that give them very specific healing messages. Any dream can give us guidance and understanding about our waking attitudes, what's going on with us and solutions about what we can do about it. I love that. Um, you know, in my world, what we have is conscious dreams, subconscious dreams, and superconscious dreams. And the superconscious dreams are the ones that you said are extraordinary dreams or those that they stick with us. They come in and we, we there's something that changes. We feel it. We experience it. Um, how can a person start to access their their dream states and maybe wake up and keep track of them? Or what What do you recommend there? The first most important thing is to want to remember dreams and then to have some way to record them. So I keep a notebook by my bed with a pen or pencil. And before I go to sleep at night, 
I tell myself I want to remember my dreams. And then when I wake up, before I jump out of bed, before I start thinking about my day, I have the dream notebook within reach so I don't even have to sit up to write down in it. I write down whatever I remember. So it might be a complete dream with a, a whole story. It might be a word. It might be a feeling. However small or however large, I write down whatever I remember. And what's really remarkable is that by deciding we want to remember dreams and writing something down when we first awaken, we start remembering more and more of the dreams. Some people prefer to use a voice recorder. For me, I find that I have to wake up too much if I'm going to say my dream out loud. So I prefer to write it down. But some people find it easier to um, use a voice recorder. E either one can work. I love that. Well, I've got to go. We're just about out of time. Final thoughts for the audience. I would say that... I believe that when people really listen to their intuition, whether it's waking intuition or intuition that comes through dreams, we're much more at peace with ourselves. We are much more fulfilled. And then we're much better able to be of service in the world because we can bring our whole self into whatever interactions we have. So if people want to learn more about intuition, please connect with me. I'd be glad to help you individually. I also teach classes. Well, I, I recommend that they, uh, anybody that wants to learn about dreaming and wants to develop your intuition, if you're in my audience, uh, go check out Laurel Clark. Uh, she is a master at this and you will learn, you will grow and you will have more peace, joy and happiness, I believe, as a result of this. So, Laurel, thank you so much for being on our show today. You really, I believe you touched the lives of a whole bunch of people today. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it being here. All righty. So for all of you uh, that uh, have been listening to this show, I hope you'll share it with your family and friends. Follow us on YouTube and, of course, on Facebook and LinkedIn and uh, Twitter and all the other places. But YouTube, you can uh, go and uh, subscribe. You can also go to our site, VoicesOfCourage.us, to get all the recent shows. I hope for all of you that you continue to seek uh, personal development and personal growth and become the best version of yourself that you possibly can. And remember to continue to look for and see the unseeable and know the unknowable and do the impossible. Because if you do, your life will get better and better. And isn't that really what you want? I think it is. I want to give a shout out to a couple of sponsors real quick. Sam out there at talkradio.nyc, our new cable channel there in uh, New York City also, RCN. Thank you for being uh a uh, uh, thank you for being one of our networks. Also, want to give a shout out to Melinda at Panopolis, the first gaming podcast out there. Also, Doug and Don at uh, BBC uh, Radio Network, and uh, Aaron over there at the E360 TV. I give uh, thank you so much, all of you. Until next time, take care. <laughs>
Well, hello and welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Voices of Courage show. Hey, today I'm going to call this show The Courage to Awaken. Hmm. I bet you're wondering what that title's about, some of you. And some of you are going, I know what that means. Well, awakening is one of the most transformative, transformational, most creative experiences that you may ever have in your life. And a lot of people are waking up right now. A lot of people are are realizing that the way that life was for them is changing. You know, some people wake up. It's interesting. I know that um, Yeah, some people wake up, they read a book or they see the eyes on the cover of a book. I know my wife did, uh, Judy. She saw the eyes of Paramahansa Yogananda on the cover of a book called The Autobiography of a Yogi. And that that stimulated her to find out what that was. What was what was that all about? And of course, it led to her awakening and to her spiritual path. Other people go through surgeries sometimes and they awaken uh, uh, through a surgery or through a near-death experience. Other people awaken because pain is a great motivator for us, right? Sometimes it just gets painful. We're like, I can't do what I'm doing anymore. I've got to find something newer. I got to find something new. And we start to seek. We start to look. We start to awaken our our minds and our hearts to new paths, new, new ways of showing up, new ways of being in our bodies, right? And all of this leads to, like I said, a transformational experience like none before. And so if that's you, um, this is a cool show. You'll want to listen to this show. I have a guest uh, that I'm going to bring on in just a moment. She's written over 21 books. She is fascia. She woke up years ago, and we're going to be talking about that. So I hope you'll stay tuned. I hope you'll tune into this show. And um, I'm going to take a quick break. When I come back, I'm going to introduce you to my guest. Wait till you see who I have. I've written a new book. It's called The Courage to Change Everything, Daily Strategies and Wisdom to Unlock Your Genius, Your Soul, and to Transform Your Life. So it's daily strategies. I wrote this specifically because over the years I've noticed in my own life and in the lives of my clients that, listen, a little inspiration doesn't get it. A little wisdom doesn't get it. A little action doesn't get it. It's daily, dripping on the mind, dripping on those actions, taking specific focused actions towards your dreams and setting specific goals, right? Goals help us to transform the little self into the possibilities that we have in each of us. All of us are given dreams. And if you're sitting there and you're not manifesting that dream, it's just a little bit of you is chipping away every day that's not happening until you finally wake up and say, I don't know how I'm going to do this, but I'm going to connect with something greater than myself, my force, my God, my life, my universe, whatever. I don't care what you call it. You tune into that force and that's what's going to get you to the next level. There comes a time when you know you need to restart and regain control of your life. A time to seek freedom from the anxiety, addiction, and other issues that may be bringing you down. A time.
There comes a time when you know you need to restart and regain control of your life. A time to seek freedom from the anxiety, addiction, and other issues that may be bringing you down. A time to heal and re-emerge as the real you. Villa Kalima is a holistic residential recovery program exclusively for women for individualized treatment. Villa Kalima offers proven clinical and holistic therapies for the mind, body, and spirit to assure sustainable recovery. Villa Kalima focuses on healing the cause, not temporarily masking symptoms. It's the only way to truly recover and find yourself again. Villa Kalima is located in a beautiful, peaceful, resort-like setting and is a licensed and accredited residential treatment center accepting a variety of health insurances. Start your healing and renewal today by calling Villa Kalima in La Costa, California at 760-814-8214. 760-814-8214. Villa Kalima, a place for transformation. Welcome back, everybody. I have my guest in studio with me, and uh, her name is Margaret Wolf. As I mentioned, she's a prolific writer. She's written over 21 books, including her latest book, Coming Home, which we'll be talking about today. She's uh, also written stories for local and national newspapers and magazines, including the Yoga Journal, Yoga International, BeliefNet, the Collective Women initiative and chicken soup for the soul she holds a degree in art therapy transpersonal psychology and leadership studies and has led 250 plus keynotes and retreats for groups such as the parliament of world religions ucla neuropsychiatric institute and the american montessori society margaret wolf welcome to the show it's so good to have you Thank you, Ken. It's nice to be here with you all. You know, I want to jump right in. Um, Your latest book, Coming Home, what does it mean to come home? Well, Coming Home is a collection of 14 curated stories that provide a bird's eye view about what it's like to to receive a divine invitation that jumpstarts your spiritual life. As you said earlier, all of us are asking questions. All of us are looking questions like, who am I? How do I fit in? How do things work? What's it all about? And we all have this built-in yearning to live our lives with greater meaning. And we want to have the firsthand experience of our highest potential. These are things that always fascinated me. And so I decided to interview uh, several, uh, 14 people, um, of all backgrounds, religions, races, ages, etc. Some people from, who were born into Christianity, some people who were born into Judaism, um, Muslim, uh, agnostics from Kenya to, uh, St. Paul, dancers, attorneys, therapists, etc who began to listen and follow the inner promptings of their soul. And this listening gave them legs. It actually gave them wings. And what I ended up with was 
uh, a collection of 14 heartfelt, funny, wise, courageous accounts of what it's like to say yes to this divine invitation. And I told I, these I have stories. To ask you, I have to ask you this. Let me just ask you. Was there a th- common theme that ran through the 14 people that you, you, you interviewed? What, you know, what, what was that? The common theme was that when we, all, when we talked, at some point or another, everyone said it felt like coming home. I told the stories through the lens of the teachings of Paramahansa Yogananda because it's a un- their teachings are universal and it's a, a church of all religions. Rather than to speak about how different people came to different paths, I wanted to focus on the coming home experience itself. And well, Margaret, some, some, of my list, some of my listeners don't know who Paramahansa Yogananda is. Can you tell them what uh, who he is and, and maybe sure. why he came to the West. Sure. Paramahansa Yogananda is known as the father of yoga in the West. He was born and raised until he was about uh, 23 years old in India and then came uh, uh, became a monk of the Swami order and came to America as a delegate to a, conver- uh, a, a conference on uh, world religions that he spoke of as uh, uh, he was India's representative. And his speech was such a hit that he began to travel around the world and uh, began talking about the benefits of yoga meditation and uh, to thousands of people of all religions who were then as now uh, looking for answers, looking to have greater meaning in their life and live from their highest potential. And as you mentioned, his autobi- he wrote the Autobiography of a Yogi, which has been hailed as one of the uh, top 100 books of the 20th century. And his work continues now under the auspices of Self-Realization Fellowship. That's his great. teachings... Well, listen, I, gotta take a quick, I have to take a quick break. Uh, when I come back, I'd like to ask you, why is it important... That- that we tell our stories, you know, why, why were these stories important to tell in coming home and why it is important for us to tell our stories. So we'll be right back. And when we do, we'll answer that question. (laughs) Do your legs ever feel restless, swollen, or fatigued? Do you ever get cramps that disturb your sleep? You might be suffering from chronic venous insufficiency, an extremely common problem affecting about 40 million Americans. The good news is that help can be found with VitaSupport MD's Vein Formula Supplement. Their Vein Formula Supplement supports normal venous function and was created by board-certified cardiovascular surgeon Dr. John Chuback, who made it his mission to provide the highest quality supplements using only the best ingredients and relying on scientific research from around the world. Dr. Chuback is at the forefront of educating physicians and patients about the important role dietary supplements can play in the management of vein and lymphatic disease. It was his passion that led to the creation of Vita Support MD. Live a healthier life with Vita Support MD's Vein Formula Supplement, available at VitaSupportMD.com. That's VitaSupportMD.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. 
Have you recently used your phone, computer, and Wi-Fi and wondered if they might be affecting your sleep, focus, or possibly even your well-being? Living Design Technology has investigated recent developments in how electromagnetic energy coming from a variety of sources, including cell phone, Wi-Fi, microwave, radio, and TV, are impacting people and their environment. They have developed simple, effective tools that support the harmonizing of the electromagnetic energies present in your home, office, and car. Living Design Technology works by providing the information nature needs to balance the electromagnetic energies in your environment. It's amazing. Nature is actually doing the work when Living Design Technology is present. Find out more at livingdesigntechnology.com forward slash courage and put in the code courage to get 20% off your first order. Welcome back, everybody. I'm here in studio talking with Margaret Wolf. She has a new book out. It's on screen right now. It's called Coming Home. And uh, it's Finding Shelter in the Love and Wisdom of Paramahansa Yogananda, a collection of 14 modern-day stories, a spiritual awakening that reflects the most creative and transformative experience life can offer. Wow. Powerful, Margaret. So let me just ask that question again. Uh, Why is it important for us to tell our stories? Joseph Campbell, the great mythologist, studied all the world's stories, all the world's literature. And what he concluded from his studies was that there is only one story that we're all telling all over the world, and that's the hero's journey. And he delineated certain steps. It begins when we start to ask the questions that we talked about earlier. Who am I? You know, why am I here? What's my purpose? It's like you hear a call. Then um, you stand on the edge of the forest waiting to go in. The forest is sort of the metaphor for our interior life. Sometimes we stand there a long time waiting. And then all of a sudden, as the writer Anais Nin said, There comes a time when the risk it takes to remain a tightly closed bud becomes infinitely more painful than the risk it takes to blossom. So we muster the courage. We go into the forest. We slay a few dragons. We slay a few more dragons and then a few more. And then in that process, the courage that it takes to move through that and gives you your true voice. It gives you a sense of what your authentic life is. And so, as Campbell said, you come back out of the forest and you go out into your community and you you ha- say it out loud to the, to the rest of the community. And that kind of seals the deal. It means like you're taking responsibility for your own journey making your life authentic and making your dreams come true. And you realize this is really the key, that the wounds 
that came into your life are the precursors to your greatest gifts, and you become the hero of your own life. And Campbell also said that was that was so that was described so well. Um, you know that you. that really is the hero's journey, and a lot of people, Margaret, are taking that hero's journey right now, yes. and they're they are waking up. So um, I guess it's kind of a loaded question, but why are spiritual teachings relevant in today's world? Um, let's let's talk about that. Well. Um, People have always been looking for answers since the beginning of time, and that's nothing new. But in the past couple of years, with the advent of COVID and then all the environmental uh, crises and everything else, uh, we're now in a universal, global, economic, social, political rupture that's pulled a lot of rugs out out, out from under people. Nobody knows where to hang their hat. What can you depend on? In my view, what this has done is that this has made the fundamental yearning for something to believe in an operative part of the global conversation. Words such as meditation and spirituality have energized the cultural narrative and brought people back into their hearts and souls and looking for answers. Yogananda says, Change your life and you change thousands. Stories help us see we're not alone. Not alone in our own struggle. That we are the same at the core of who we are. They teach us how to mythologize rather than catastrophize. To to view our lives as chapter aspects of our lives of chapters in a book that come and go. We turn the page when we're on to something else. We stop holding ourselves and others ransom for our mistakes and and our shortcomings. And we learn compassion for ourselves and for others. Stories are richer than explanations, richer than pep talks. Um, They're more holistic they are on the, in the same neural neighborhood as uh, meditation. And they, so they build emotional intelligence. They build bridges. They create synapses. In, in neuroscientific talk, that means that the synapses are the connections that, that occur in our brain. And they create order and meaning and purpose in our lives. Mark Twain, leave it to Mark Twain, said, said books are the liberated spirits of men. So are stories. And now the time is ripe for people to reach out to each other and tell their stories. Campbell said, it's not only is it important when we take the hero's journey to, to tell our story for others, for ourselves, because it cements the story, grounds us in the story. But by telling our story to others, we seed the journey in in others, those people who are standing on the edge of the forest trying to decide, well, do I go in? Do I do I start to ask these questions? Do I do I make the kinds of changes in my life that I've always dreamed of in order? Is it true that I can have the life that I've always wanted? 
And by telling and when by telling our stories, we seed this journey in others. And it's a, a tremendous gift. I know for me, when I came to Yogananda's teachings, I felt like it was a gift from God. And now with the work that I'm doing, helping other people to write stories themselves uh, as a collaborator, as a ghostwriter, as well as the workshops and the retreats and writing my own books, the practice of Yogananda's teachings in my life has become, God gave me the gift of the teachings and now the practice of the teachings is my gift back to God. And it is the penultimate experience of self-care. Well, I really like that. And, you know, I think a lot of people right now are kind of seeking their path and, and, and really kind of tuning into what is their story. You know, the story up to one point, I know my, for myself, you know, my story up to 1992 uh, was a completely different story than uh, March 17th, 1992. I woke up and everything changed for me. And, and uh, you know, I became a seeker at that point in time. Um, looking for truth, looking for wisdom, looking for understanding, looking for teachers that could guide me to an inner journey within my own life. And I think that's really what we're talking about here. So uh, listen, I got to take another break, uh, Margaret. But when I come back, um, I'd like to talk about suggestions that you might have for those that are interested in, in embarking on a spiritual path at this point in time. So we are going to take a break and I'll be right back. Are you Are you feeling stuck or in a holding pattern with your business or life and you're not doing the things you want or love? Then at some point, you're going to be faced with a decision. You'll either choose to keep living in your comfort zone and risk a life of mediocrity or increase your courage, step into your power and forge into the unknown where everything new becomes possible. If you're truly ready to live masterfully, then you need Ken D. Foster's newest book, The Courage to Change Everything, Strategies and Wisdom to Transform Your Life One Day at a Time. This powerful but simple guide provides you with 365 days of life-transforming wisdom, profound questions, and action steps that will increase your strength and open the doors to success. Stop wondering why your business or life isn't working. The answers are available now. Imagine if you had more courage or another chance to start following your dreams. To pick up your copy of The Courage to Change Everything, visit thecouragetochangeeverything.com. That's thecouragetochangeeverything.com. Well, welcome back, everybody. I'm uh, again. I'm talking to Margaret Wolf. She is an author of 21 books. Her latest book is called "Coming Home," which uh, I encourage you to go and find. This is a book that tells the stories of life, that tells the stories of awakening, and will most likely help you to ins inspire you to find your own awakening in your own life. Um, so I encourage you to go to check that out. 
And you can get that book at, uh, where can we get that at, Margaret, again? It's, um, every place. You can get it on my website, but you can get it every place, as they say, every place fine books are sold. You can uh, Amazon, Ingram, Barnes & Noble, all over the world. Sure easy to remember, coming home. Isn't that what you want? That's what I want. And again, you can find it at cominghomestories.com on Margaret's website or, or Amazon, any places where uh, quality books are sold. So I hope you'll check that out. All righty. So uh, suggestions that you have. By the way, I only have about two and a half minutes left here. Suggestions you might have for those interested in embarking on a spiritual path. Okay. Pay attention to what's calling you, what you're noticing, what's calling your name, and trying to get your attention. Pay attention to what you tell yourself when you hear these calls. If it's, hey, I need to check this out more, fine, great, go ahead and do it. Follow the breadcrumbs. If it's what I call small talk, the stuff that our inner critic habitually says to to us, no, you can't do this, you're not ready, it's too big, it's kind of weird, whatever, Uh, just silence your inner critic, take one next step, and be just a titch braver. Have your yes, have your no, and understand that every effort you make is noble, no matter uh, how big or how small. The important thing is to ask yourself what's sacred to you, what, what's the most meaningful. Use what you already know is sacred as your compass. And you can also ask what's not sacred to you and then flip it over. As an example, if gossiping is something that is uh, um, something that is, is not comfortable for you, flip it over and, and, and make it into and turn it into something like kindness. You're looking for kindness. If you don't know, some people don't know exactly what's sacred for them, but they know it's not. So be creative about the journey. Read creative, read uh, spiritual books and ask questions. Coming Home is a great book because it uh, uh, highlights a variety of, of approaches. Yogananda's Autobiography of, Yo- of Yogi is a great read. It's funny. It's deep. It's beautiful. It takes you places that you have never imagined and proves to you that the deeper you go, the richer your harvest will be. I love it. I love it. I love it. Thank you, Margaret. Thank you so much for being here today. I really appreciate it. I think you've uh, given my audience uh, some richness, some nurturing, and some paths to take for their own awakening. Again, her book you can find at cominghomestories.com, cominghomestories.com. And um, uh, again, thank you for your participation today, Margaret. Thank you for having me, Ken. Alrighty. Oh man, it wasn't that it wasn't that rich. Didn't you love that? Wasn't that uh, heartwarming and opening your heart? So you know, all of us, uh, you know, have this rich life within us if we'll just find it. And as Margaret suggested, there's a lot of ways to do that. There's a lot of ways to start making a commitment to awakening your own heart, your own soul, becoming that that amazing, brilliant being that is living inside of you already. But what if you let it out? What if you took off the limitations? Well, I hope you do. 
And I hope you uh, continue to let uh, people know about our show. Uh, what else do I want to say? That's I guess that's it. So I uh, hope you will continue to uh, um, see and search for, look for the unseeable, uh, look for the things that are impossible in your life, and be committed to uh, change, change in all areas of life. All right. Talk to you soon. Take care.